0: Everybody, welcome to the Homeworkies Podcast. I'm very excited today. We have a very unique interview for you today. Normally we have uh, we have a lot of actors. We've had directors. We've had things. Today uh, is our first uh, artist that we've had on the podcast, and I'm really excited to. We haven't really talked that much on the podcast about our merch store, and uh, today we are announcing we have uh, five new Christmas designs. That are part of our merch store that I'm really excited about, uh, that aren't really all that Hallmarky except for being about Christmas, and uh, I I uh, had them commissioned by a talented artist named Jessica Miller, and so I thought it would be fun to have her on the podcast and we can find out a little bit more about her process and just talk about Christmas and fun stuff, and it's going to be great. And so Jessica, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. It is truly an honor.
1: I'm super excited. (laughs)
0: Great. Uh, So why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about uh, how you became an artist.
1: Sure. Well, um, I am a completely self-taught artist. I started way back when I was a little kid. I used to try to draw um, The Little Mermaid constantly, Ah. and it just became... A passion of mine. I've been drawing, I tell people, since I could hold something in my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just followed me through school, through life. I've just always continued to draw on notebooks. Anything I can get my hands on, I'm probably drawing on it. And it's gotten mm-hmm. me in trouble quite a few times in my school days. Um, yeah. And that's kind of it. Um, yeah. I just, so you love Little Mermaid, hobby, too, huh? I do. I have a little mermaid tattoo on my leg. Oh, my Uh, gosh. It's quite big. My mom does not like it. (laughs) Told her, you know, I'm an adult now. My tattoo. Yeah. I actually worked very briefly. I did an internship for the Walt Disney Company in Orlando, Florida. So I got Uh to live out all of my mermaid fantasy. that's so cool
0: well I'm actually this is a crazy coincidence because I'm actually the night of this recording going to see the Little Mermaid on the big screen uh, at the AMC they're doing a uh, a a week where you can see the Little Mermaid for 30th anniversary and I'm so excited because I love Little Mermaid I've had my picture taken with Jodie Benson because I love her so much. Oh
1: my gosh. uh, I'm so jealous. That is uh, like my bucket list to do is to meet Jodie Benson. I keep missing her at like comic conventions and I get mad every time. I hate doing photo ops. They're just
0: not my thing. I find them kind of awkward and like they, the it's so expensive for what you get. And I would just rather go to a panel where I can hear them talk than like spend $90 Mm -hmm. to spend 30 seconds with uh, somebody uh but for Jodie Benson I did it (laughs) I have only done it twice
1: I met Elijah Wood and Sean Astin from Lord of the Rings last year and I embarrassed myself so badly I'm not good in front of celebrities the minute I walked up to Elijah I was like I was in love with you as a child and then I was like oh no this is why I don't talk to them that much. Uh-huh. I avoid it because I just embarrass myself. What did he say when he said that? He was just like, Ooh, okay. Oh my gosh. I don't know what that was. Um, uh, he just smiled and he was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, okay. and then you got a picture with them? or? Yeah, and then I got a picture. And Sean Astin was so nice called me princess he was just so gentle and Aww. kind and then i embarrassed myself in front of elijah which <laughs> classic well I, i'm glad that sam weiss
0: was lived up to the, his reputation that's good uh yeah it was so exciting to meet jody benson and hear all about the making of a little mermaid because it was the first movie that i ever really fell in love with it's first music that ever really spoke to me and uh mm-hmm. i still i still love it there's a lot of people who uh i feel like are pretty i don't know kind of harsh on it that uh but i don't know just ariel's story of of not feeling at home get it. And, yeah and, <laughs> and people are like oh she she gave up her her fins for a man i'm like not true
1: she wanted to do that before the man that's right When i tell people i'm like she wanted to go up there before she met him yeah, she sang, so she, she sang part of. She was
0: part of her world, before she even had seen Eric. So, exactly. and you don't collect like a whole grotto full of human stuff over many years, and not have uh, it be a really important like passion and and so her stories always really spoke to me. And some people are like, "Oh, she's annoying." I'm like, "She's she is." You know, rebellious and stuff, but like Triton is a lot. You know, I mean, it's she is. She is a lot. <laughs> I mean, he's, what do you expect her to do when he destroys her whole grotto of stuff, and he has a little like exactly. <laughs> little fit, <laughs> and then so she, rude, yeah, she's so rude, and then of course she's gonna go when Flotsam and Jetsam are like, come on. whatever. <laughs> she can solve exactly. all of their problems. And Listen, there are
1: worse princesses out there. There's like Snow White with her voice. I mean, come on, <laughs> her voice. is Ariel really the worst? No, somebody out there is going to be like Snow White's my favorite. Get or really Pocahontas, right who
0: literally like she's responsible for the death of a human. Exactly. Yeah, it's so way worse.
1: uh So <laughs>
0: yeah, and and did you know that Jodie Benson did the Vanessa voice?
1: Yes, I'm really such cool. a movie dork i know all like the little behind the scenes things i have like two copies on dvd yeah I uh, we could so have a much little of- mermaid podcast which we probably should I
0: but know. uh yeah i in fact at d23 i just came back from there in uh, august d23 they had a 30th anniversary anniversary celebration of little mm-hmm. mermaid it was so amazing they had uh, jody benson course singing uh they had La Cravallo came on because she's gonna be in the new live beautiful uh yeah so that was great and uh and then they had a video from pat carroll uh who was the you know voice of earth she is a delight so hilarious crazy. so it's 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 the best i absolutely love little mermaid and do you know that they animated a million bubbles yes to make it seem all of those all animation more...
1: cells it took like 116 for like three seconds worth yeah. of screen time it's yeah. insane yeah yep yeah. and uh they
0: they were actually this was kind of their hail mary was little mermaid because
1: Things mm-hmm, hadn't been the going well. Was
0: tanking. Yeah, and people were. Yep, and it, it
1: revived it.
0: Yeah, Jody said that people were boxing stuff up. It was like literally the last hurrah, and then it was a huge mm-hmm. hit because it was amazing. And uh, yep, <laughs> the
1: rest is history. It began the Disney Renaissance for all of the classic animated movies of the '90s, like Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin, Mulan. Yeah. It just really brought the studio back. And I always get kind of sad when people don't like her because literally we wouldn't have any of these amazing stories now. Yeah. You have
0: those incredible lyrics from Howard Ashman and like Ursula's the best. I mean, come on. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) It's the best. Yeah.
1: One of my favorite Disney Uh, villains.
0: Oh, she's so good. The best. And so I, yeah, I love, I love a little mermaid so much. Uh, but uh, yes so uh, christmas though uh, i mean everybody's a fan of christmas but uh, of course <laughs> as far as christmas movies and things like that was that a tradition that you guys did growing up you watched a lot of so
1: christmas movies i was obsessed as a small child with the santa claus starring jim allen uh-huh um that was probably i probably watched that when it wasn't christmas i don't know why what clicked in my head, but it was so perfect. I was obsessed with it for years. I had a little VHS that I think I took to show and tell one year. Just kind of like, look at my movie, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then from there, I've always loved watching the traditional claymation movies like mm-hmm. Rudolph right and the best. Santa. Yes. Oh, my God. Those are so... I love a good vintage Christmas. There's just something so... I don't know. Just so... Cozy and it's just, I love vintage Christmas things so much. I have an aunt who has vintage Christmas ornaments and I'm obsessed with them.
0: One thing that's funny about the Santa Claus is that I, for years, thought that Santa Claus had an E at the end, that Claus had an E at the end because of the Santa Claus.
1: It's because of that movie (laughs) because I literally took forever to figure it out and it just didn't click in my head as a kid because i would it and then as i got older i was like oh wow yeah that's not the right way to say it (laughs) it's
0: not the right to spell it but yeah that one is a fun one i enjoy
1: it the sequels not as much no i've tried watching the sequels because they come on freeform it used to be abc family i still call it abc family sometimes um they're not as good they're a little weird some movies don't need a sequel. I'm a very firm believer in that. If you get it right the first time and it doesn't come out good the second time, you know, just don't do it again. Yeah, agree. Um, as an adult now, though, I love Christmas with the Cranks. Christmas with the Cranks is on Netflix, and uh-huh. it stays in my Netflix list all year round. Uh-huh. Um, my boyfriend and I watch it <laughs> randomly all the time. We quote it to each other. It's great. It's one of those movies that just fits all year round because it has Uh such a great cast and such a great story. It just make Tim Allen just does something with comedy for me. Uh-huh. Apparently, that just makes <laughs> yeah, it hilarious. That's true. He's in both. He's just that relatable dad figure.
0: Mm-hmm. The only thing about I that movie, that- it's like, why do these people care what they're doing? Like, that's I know world
1: what world town world? are they living in? <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't want to move there. It's like, calm down, Dan Aykroyd. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's cool. Was- uh, yeah, I. I certainly grew up watching a lot of Christmas movies. Uh, the Miracle on 34th Street, It's uh, mm-hmm. a Wonderful Life is probably my dad's favorite movie. Uh, but I Beautiful feel like, movie. yeah, and then you got White Christmas. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't watch A Christmas Story until I was older, but I really enjoyed <laughs> it. It was not my mom's sense of humor, but I, I really thought it was funny. And mm-hmm. so that, that's a really good one and uh uh, we we watched uh we did watch national lampoons uh christmas Christmas vacation yeah my grandma it was like the best thing that you could ever do in life was to get my grandma laughing and she would just to the point of just you were worried she's gonna stop breathing she was laughing she would laugh so hard <laughs> and uh there's two scenes in that movie that she would die laughing and it was so funny particularly the two scenes is the uh <laughs> they asked you to say grace <laughs> grace <laughs> 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 then she starts saying Pledge of allegiance oh uh, i love that one and we would out we would talk to i grandma would be like grace 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 they want you to say grace <laughs> and, and she would laugh and because uh, her hearing wasn't the best and and then uh the other scene is when that squirrel pops out of the tree oh my gosh that yes scene. oh my gosh i laugh so hard
1: <laughs> that i think of that every time my mom gets a real christmas tree for her home i always look at it i'm like hmm you know, a squirrel could pop out at any moment. You could be the next Chevy Chase right here. She's like, don't joke about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that one's a really, really good good one. Uh, Yeah. And then my other really strong memory is definitely watching Home Alone. When I was, uh, uh, I went to the theaters when I was, uh, I think, uh, 10. Then Nine or ten, I was with my grandparents in California on my on a trip, and my grandma used to take us on a a trip when we were when we were ten years old. That was like our own special little trip, and so I got to go on that trip to uh, to California and go to Disneyland, which has always been you know one of my favorites. and And we went and saw Home Alone on that trip, and I just it was the first comedy that I ever really remember connecting with and just laughing so hard. Mm -hmm. I remember just dying in the aisle, like just laughing so hard. I still think it's hilarious. And I, I, I still think it it actually as an adult. I can see there's, there's a lot, there's a real sweetness to it that I think you miss when you're a kid just laughing. But yeah,
1: there is, um, I love the Home Alone movies. Yeah. The first two, not the yeah. other one. I know that there's one with a different kid. It's not Macaulay Culkin. Right. And then Disney's going to reboot it. I have strong opinions I against know. that because the original Home Alone is such a nostalgia bomb for so many people. I people know. who saw it, like you, in the theater, and then people who got to grow up with it and have it as part of their. Christmas tradition, or if you're somebody like me who watches Christmas movies sometimes in August, because why not? Because it's on. It's just such a great movie. As a kid, you connect to Kevin, and as an adult, one, you're like, how would I ever leave my kid alone and get on a plane? But at the same time, (laughs) you still get to laugh and enjoy it. Because this kid really outsmarted two burglars who were way too determined to get into that house right like what is in this house like why are they uh, yeah it it's
0: just it's very voyeuristic it's for a little for a little kid the idea of uh at least if you're an independent kid like i was where you want to do things on your own you want to uh the idea of being home alone is Mm -hmm. is a really great fantasy kind of idea and uh, yeah protecting the house and and uh uh, yeah, especially scenes like uh, "Keep the Change,
1: a Filthy Animal." When you're good, oh my gosh, it's hilarious. I have an ugly sweater T-shirt with that on it. Oh, you do? I'll <laughs> wear it to Disney in November when we go for all the Christmas stuff. So oh, nice! About.
0: Jealous. I'm hoping I can get out there. The end of uh, December is kind of my little gift for surviving <laughs> Christmas. Hallmark <laughs> uh, podcasting uh and then i'll yeah, I hope I can get it
1: everyone deserves a gift, and everyone <laughs> definitely deserves some disney magic yes,
0: yes. I, I was able to go in August, and that was really really fun for d twenty three that's exciting but, yeah
1: i've never been to d twenty three i've never gone west coast, but it's uh, on my list of things to achieve in it's the company
0: yeah d twenty three is is it's its own thing it's its own beast. you wait in mm-hmm. line for literally everything so you just kind of have yeah, to accept everything. that going in that you're gonna have to wait sometimes multiple hours <laughs> to do the cool stuff and that's just the way it is so you just try to have fun with it and th- what you do get to see like the little mermaid celebration uh is incredible and uh, so it's worth it but
1: it's it's, mm. but it's yeah anyone awesome. who's been to like Orlando and Walt well, Disney World understands the idea of waiting in, like, long lines for right. them, so that I have no problem with. I've waited in, like, 70-minute lines for an attraction.
0: Yeah, I mean, so and the, the lines at D23 is that you're, it's like, they bring the whole group into the panel together, so when you're waiting, mm-hmm. you, you're you just kind of sitting, so you're, it's not as Yeah, it's as like Comic-Con. Movie. Yeah, so you just you just get a book and you just read or whatever you, you want to do. You just relax
1: a little bit. Yeah.
0: I even watched some Hallmark movies while I was waiting. So, it's not nice. as, it's not as bad as it sounds, but but anyway, speaking of Hallmark movies, uh so mm-hmm. you're a Hallmark fan. You watch you watch some of the movies? I am. Yeah.
1: I love the Hallmark channel. I love the Hallmark movies, especially the Christmas movies because they always bring it. There's always, I love the Christmas movies, kind of like with Christmas for the Cranks, because everything is like turned up 50 notches. Like, (laughs) instead of just the normal town, it's the normal town on steroids. And I love it. I love the kind of the drama with it all. It's exciting. Because real life to not be as exciting and fantastical as a Hallmark Christmas movie.
0: What are you saying? You mean you don't fall in love with your high school boyfriend every time you go home for Christmas?
1: No, I don't quit my high-powered CEO job to (laughs) bake muffins in a rustic New England town on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Okay, right. But like sometimes, I wish that was reality. Right. It's yeah. a great escape from standing in line at Target on Black Friday.
0: Yeah, at the very least, I would like to go to a like candy cane festival. I mean, is that too much to right? stuff?
1: <laughs> Somebody out there needs to just make one, and millions of people will go to it. Yeah, they are doing a Christmas con,
0: a Christmas convention in New Jersey, where like tons. This is in November, where tons of the Hall stars are going to be there. Like Lacey Chabert is going to be there, Alicia Witt's going to be there, and I have already contacted a uh, a a friend of the podcast who's going to be our our little correspondent from uh for the con. So I'm real excited. We're going to have definitely have coverage.
1: That is amazing. Yeah. We have a Santa con down here, apparently, in Virginia Beach. I have no idea what it entails. I'm vaguely curious, but at the same time, not sure if I want to step into that zone. <laughs> I need to do a little more research because it's adults only, so I'm slightly concerned now.
0: <laughs> I think you need to do the research, and then you need to be our correspondent. To cover yeah, Con. and then I will
1: report live from Santacon and see what exactly is going on because there's no children allowed at all, and it just sends so many red flags in my head that <laughs> I, I need to know what it is now.
0: Yeah, that should be the next homework movie, Santacon. Although it sounds yeah. like it sounds like a mystery, not a. It could Santa be. It could be a, a mystery, mystery about what this is. It could be like the new Aurora Tea Garden movie, but it would be. A Christmas one or a tea garden mm. mystery, Santa Colin.
1: <laughs> Love it. It could be a mystery, it could be crime. Who knows? You have yeah. to watch to find out. It will be so good. So, have you been able to watch any this year at all? or Not yet. Since yeah. we've been kind of moving around, I yeah. haven't had a whole lot of time to enjoy some of them, which mm-hmm. annoys me because I missed the Christmas in July, mm.
0: which is just tragic
1: yeah it's not so tragic it's not
0: very good the Mm, the new christmas movie but uh but yeah the uh uh it's been a pretty decent year like there's not that many that have i kind of joke on the podcast that they took me to a dark place Uh, (laughs) the bad ones um there haven't been that many terrible ones uh but uh there were quite a few good ones. Uh I definitely recommend Love to the Rescue. That one was mm-hmm. very, very good. And uh then I really liked One Winter Proposal, uh, because I loved the first one, One Winter Wedding, and uh or One Winter Weekend. And then I also really liked one called True Love Blooms, uh, which mm-hmm. was way better than the sum of its parts, if that makes sense. <laughs> um and yeah, there's been there's been quite a few fun ones this year and we're looking forward to the Christmas season. And of uh, do you have any classic Hallmark movies that you you really like?
1: I don't know if this counts as a classic, but I'm a huge Lacey Chabert fan. Like uh-huh. every Hallmark movie she's in tends to be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going all the way deep cuts back to like mean girls she's been my favorite actress yeah, yeah. and i'm obsessed with what is it christmas wish why do i never remember the name i'm always yeah. like that one reason should movie you know and my <laughs> me like, what? i don't know ah, A wish for christmas there we go
0: okay is that the one where she sure. she ha- can't um
1: tell i kind of uh, it's the one where she ends up. Um, she makes a wish to Santa that she'll have the courage to stand yes. up for herself in her um, crappy job. Yeah, one of those things. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things that has a time limit on the wish. There's drama, you know. There's all mm. kinds of craziness, and she's just adorable. Like she makes my Christmas movie.
0: Yeah, Cause I she's like just that. Such one a too.
1: believable actress. Well, and Paul Green
0: is so charming, too. Yeah. That one. So (laughs) he's really good. And so, yeah, I like that one. I like Matchmaker Santa with her. Mm -hmm. That one's really good. good. And I like Family for Christmas, the one where it's kind of a family man story. Yeah. And uh, so that one's good. Uh, She gets to see what her life would have been like if she made a different decision. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of her Mariah Carey uh, <laughs> movie, The Christmas <laughs> Melody. That one's not my favorite. It's not her fault. No. If uh, you've seen All of My Heart with her in it, I'll, it's called All of My Heart.
1: It's not, not I might have. I'm horrible with names. names. I always think it's- of like, the plot line. I'm like, hmm, does this sound familiar? Yeah they all do kind of stuff kind of like i watch them in like a binge watch so yeah. after a while they kind of just blend in together for me i'm like that one <laughs> movie with that person and that time yeah it's really I like cute. i'll get it eventually
0: uh all my heart uh it's with brendan elliott and uh they both end up inheriting this inn or this house and so they and they don't like each other at first and they have to uh mm-hmm. you know, renovate it and she's from she's sort of the country girl he's the city guy, and It's cute. It's well done.
1: Mm -hmm. It was cute.
0: Yeah, I recommend it. I think you'd like it. Did you
1: get to see Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe? Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. I didn't love it. I wanted to like it. I wanted to because I am obsessed with Pride and Prejudice. And kind of any version of it tends to hit home for me Mm -hmm. really well. Yeah. But it just wasn't as executed well as I thought it was going to be it was really boring i thought the whole
0: i mean it had almost nothing to do with pride and prejudice i mean yeah it was even because they had two movies that had pride and prejudice uh type titles last year from hallmark and neither of them Mm -hmm. was particularly good in my opinion but this one was the worst of the two uh and i mean it had almost nothing to do with pride and prejudice and like really if you're casting a pride and prejudice the and you want a darcy type figure the last person i would ever think of Lacey. she's too sweet, too nice like in the other one uh jessica Loundis, uh is in the movie she's not the darcy character she's the lizzie character but someone like her makes way more sense uh, exactly. for a darcy type character than mm-hmm. uh Lacey chabert so it was like problematic just from there but i just felt like the whole movie was them planning this party and i'm yeah. like i don't get to go to this it's a party simple
1: event it doesn't need the whole movie to right. plan it. come on
0: it was just there was just not i don't know i it just wasn't my favorite and no. uh, yeah uh she did one last year that i did like though called moonlight in vermont uh mm-hmm. that was cute there's this whole maple festival. I guess that was 2017. Whole maple festival, and I thought Ooh. it was actually a pretty well done script for Moonlight in Vermont. And I liked one she did this year called Love, Romance, and Chocolate. Uh, that mm. one was pretty dreamy, and it was all set in Bruges, in the Netherlands. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Last year, the my favorite. Of the Hallmark Christmas. I liked uh one called Road to Christmas. Um uh, mm-hmm. Jessie Schram in it, uh the actress. And I don't know, it was just I thought the writing was really solid on it. It was my it was my favorite. I liked Candace Cameron Rays last year also. The um yes. Who addicts Christmas. <laughs> that was Gosh, fun.
1: she did so well. Yeah, and There's I something I love her. I've been following her since this Whole House, as a lot of people have, and she uh, just does it perfectly. Like I love in the romantic roles they're just she just falls yeah. in love so gracefully i guess yeah. yeah she has great timing
0: well and she usually picks really good projects there's only a few of hers that mm. i didn't really care for uh so i i can usually count on her movies being decent at least so yeah
1: mm-hmm. my yes. favorite
0: with her is um christmas detour and if you've ever seen that uh, yes, I
1: have. Yeah, with Paul that's Green, <laughs> that's a fun one. <laughs> they always uh, pick the cutest actors to play alongside these girls, and I'm so yeah. jealous. Yeah, I'm like, uh, oh, put me in a Hallmark movie. Come on. <laughs> I know our dream on the podcast is
0: to get a Firehouse movie with just like a ton of the men. <laughs> it would be really fun. That would like, be amazing. Wouldn't it be good feuding Firehouse? Because. It- have you ever seen uh, the Twelve Men of Christmas on Lifetime? I have not. Oh, it's I'm so surprised. good, especially if you like Pride and Prejudice. Uh, it's uh, Twelve Men of Christmas with Kristen Chenoweth, and it's uh, she she plays this uh, this advertising person that ends up having to get she moves from this for New York to Montana, and she ends up starting this uh, calendar Christmas this calendar. Uh, for the search and rescue team to try to sell uh so and it's kind of a a slightly racy calendar and and there's sort of a little kind of pride and prejudice type plot with her and the one of the rescue guys and it's really fun, I love it, but I would love that to take that kind of fun yeah, I would love to take that kind of dynamic and and have it in hallmark that would be the best
1: that so. would. Mm-hmm. You had me at Kristen Chenowitz. Like, <laughs> amazing. Oh. Yeah. And it,
0: it's gonna be uh she's gonna be on Hallmark this year, which is very exciting. Her first Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. Uh she's gonna be on the, yeah, the Hall of Fame movie she's gonna be on, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. So, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh so let's talk about your work a little bit. Sure. So how do you come up with uh your uh how do you how do you come up with your designs
1: what's your so process? with my process i tend to first obviously if there's a subject that i'm going for if i have kind of an idea like if i want to draw i don't know i did a pin-up series of halloween monsters one year and i had that general concept and then from there i would do like a mood board, I guess some people call I call it like my little Pinterest board of inspiration, mm-hmm. so I'll just like look online I'll look at different maybe like color tones or if there's you know an old Hollywood photo of a monster that I really like, I'll kind of set those up together, and then this is always super cheesy, and I always put headphones on when I do this. I have a very specific drawing playlist that I listen to <laughs> um. It's got all of those really embarrassing, like, kind of 90s one-hit wonders. There's a lot of Spice Girls. There's a lot of various songs that everyone would be like, oh, that song. Um, So I put that on, and then I just kind of get really cozy, and I start sketching things out very roughly. It depends on what it is. If it's a big scene that needs backgrounds and, you know, all different types of people in it, I'll try to dissect it i'll do maybe like the background first and then i'll take like the first two people kind of figure out what their body language is going to be and do like a very rough sketch and then i'll go back and do a line work over it with more detail and then i color for the christmas designs that i did I actually put on my Spotify Christmas playlist to get into a more Christmas mood, and I looked at Vintage Christmas because it's my favorite, and there's just something, sometimes Hallmark movies put me in that sort of escapism where I feel like I'm in like either like a rustic Christmas or it feels very timeless to me. Mm-hmm and i just had an idea in my head that i wanted to do a very cute very stylized design mm-hmm. and that i didn't want it to look kind of like a keybler elf or like you know sometimes you see like drawings of elves and they're just kind of they're very cartoony and they're very silly and i just kind of wanted the opposite of that to a little more streamlined a little more fantastical
0: Yeah, it's so cute. I I really didn't give you a ton of, I just said we we (laughs) wanted to be Christmassy. And I wanted these to be the ones anybody could order that uh, that just wanted a Christmas shirt as opposed to Mm -hmm. something specific for Hallmark. And I, I think I showed you a couple of the designs that we already had. And uh, it's at tpublic.com slash stores hallmarkies. I'll have a link in the description. You definitely want to check it out. And uh, so what was the first one you
1: designed of the five you did? The first one I designed was the hot cocoa overload because Uh, you really didn't give me a lot. You gave me one or two phrases that you thought might be cute. And that was it. And I really just, that was the first one I fully saw in my head I read the phrase and I was like hmm, giant cup of hot cocoa so if people haven't seen
0: this design it's a little elf in a hot basically a hot tub kind of a hot cocoa and it's so <laughs> cute and uh so how many characters did you create for these shirts or this designs so I
1: created we've got the hot cocoa overload then we have the I'm here for the cocoa elf yeah she's adorable I love her then I did the candy cane one and then we have a set of four hallmarkies Mm -hmm. which is what I just kept calling as I was doing it I was trying to explain it to whoever was near me I was like yeah they're hallmarkies they're elves they're like oh it's a Christmas elf I was like it's a hallmarkie elf get it right (laughs) (laughs) um so we have those. We have that little quartet, and they're adorable. I love doing them. They all have a specific personality, which is how I do everything. I'm like, yeah. they all have to have a different personality. They have a different backstory. I could probably make them a story if I felt like it. Yeah. And then we have our duo snuggling up on the couch for a good
0: movie. Mm-hmm. I love that one. It's so cute. They have – it's called Christmas Movie and Chill is what I named. <laughs> and yeah, it's the <laughs> two little elves watching uh and you have uh, christmas emanating from the tv which is <laughs> yes <laughs> it's fun
1: they're keeping it holly and jolly <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah and you don't have to get a t-shirt of these designs you can get notebooks you can get uh, uh mugs uh you can get a, a tote bag if you want if you're not a t shirt person. Uh, but they're really, really cute. Uh yeah, you have uh like I said, the candy cane which
1: has red hair, the candy cane girl. Yeah. Which
0: is really cute. And, and I
1: just stop myself. I tend to draw a lot of redheads because I have red hair. And uh-huh. I was like, No, put some variety. Not everyone is a redhead. <laughs> try to represent everyone on the drawing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, you did, because you've got black hair, you've got blonde hair, you have got red got some hair. brunettes
1: mixed in, That's we got that. the gingers, you know, we have, <laughs> everyone's kind of there, because I know I'm the first person who looks at whatever, like, I want more red hair. That was me growing up, every time there was a doll or something, I was like, where's the redhead doll? Where's my doll?
0: <laughs>
1: mm. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm really
0: excited about the Christmas gang one. Uh, so we called it a Christmas game yeah. uh, because this is kind of inspired by our our, um, <clears throat> our amazing patrons. So this one's kind of inspired by our amazing patrons who I had been telling I wanted to make a patron shirt for a long time. And that's one of the perks that you can get for being a patron is you can get a shirt. Uh, and so I kind of just threw it to you that I wanted a kind of a grouping of elves Uh, and that would be kind of symbolic of our little fun team.
1: And uh, I was thrilled with what you came up with. I'm so glad. I was looking at it, and I was kind of looking at the sort of the golden storybook vintage illustrations. I was like, you know what? These would look really cute like that, you know, just kind of set out like that. You know, they tell – they could tell a story. You could look at it and be like, well, maybe those two are together. Maybe they're all friends. Are they relate? You know what's going on. What's mm-hmm. their story? Are they go to hang out. They go to a candy cane festival. Who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. They I mean they could be working. They could be the big wigs working for Santa.
1: Exactly. They could be the head elves at Santa's corporation. Mm-hmm. But I definitely wanted to do a mix of boys and girls. I know a lot of you know Christmas art. When you see it, there's always boy elves. Always. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of it. That's the general elf design it's a guy mm-hmm. i was like you know what that's cool we could do some guy designs but i'm throwing some girls in the mix mm-hmm. too because christmas dresses are adorable and i was like mm-hmm. i need to draw some cute little fluffy dresses right now
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> well and i like how you have the green and red and then also
1: the blue and uh, mm-hmm. in the elves that's really cute Yeah, I know that red and green is the traditional Christmas color. And, you know, sometimes you add some gold and some silver, but I love a good blue and white. You know, it reminds me of the winter frost and the snow, Mm -hmm. and it's just such a great contrast to the typical colors. And they all mix really well, and they all look great together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So I tried to have that in almost all of them somewhere. There was an alternating blue and white version.
0: This, last year, I got a small, I've always wanted to have a white Christmas tree, but mm-hmm. I've never, it's never quite, I felt like fit with my house, but I decided in my studio slash office where I work, I got a little like four foot uh, white tree and did um mm-hmm. uh, purple and blue ornaments and uh, a pink and it looked really good. It was
1: really fun. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. Christmas to me. I love the traditional, but sometimes you need a good pop of color somewhere just to liven it up. Mm -hmm. I had a white Christmas tree for a very long time, and I used to just be dazzling with all different types of ornaments, different colors. Now we have a boring regular tree, but we have blue and silver decorations for it. So it's still got that interesting element to it, and it's pre-lit, so I don't have to get tangled up in some lights.
0: Yeah, well, I have to get a fake tree because I know that that's like a sin in Hallmark, but uh, because I <laughs> I live, I, I'm single and I live alone, I don't have the, uh, it's hard for me to do a, a traditional tree. There was one, a natural tree, there was one year I decided to do it. And <laughs> And It was my 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 little Hallmark story because uh, I was this company promised they would deliver the tree and set up the tree, and so I was like, "This is perfect. I can have a fresh tree, but I don't have to deal because it's just too heavy for me to deal with all by myself." Mm. Uh, a tree, and uh, so like this would be great. I can have a fresh tree, but the, the it was ended up being a total rip off. It was so frustrating. First of all, they were just gonna leave it there on my. Uh, and and they were like i think two weeks late maybe i mean it was a, a disaster even getting it delivered and then he was just gonna leave it and i'm like i paid the extra amount to have you set up the tree that's the whole reason i did the service and if i hadn't yeah. caught him there he they would have just left it and uh and then he, so he goes and does it but he did it so it was very tippy it was very it, it the, when you actually looked at the uh at the um at the end it was on a huge diagonal he hadn't even like sawed it off right and so it was very tipsy and it ended up as i was starting to decorate it ended up like collapsing on me and so then i had this tree and i i couldn't i didn't have a saw and so i was i could not get it to right and so i'm like so frustrated and everybody this particular weekend everyone was gone and i'm like what am i gonna do if i don't get this tree with some water and get it set up then it's gonna die and and ah you know it's christmas nightmare mm-hmm. and it sounds I, like
1: it i know he I'm sounds worried. like a total grinch how yeah, dare it, he
0: it was the worst uh, and so i i up calling all these people finally reached the uh, uh our my bishop was the head of our like congregation in our church and I finally mm. reached him yeah. and we didn't even, I hadn't even been in that church for very long. And so we didn't know each other very well, but I was at that mm. point, I was very frustrated and I'm like, I need help. I need help. And, uh, <laughs> and so he was my, he was my, my Christmas miracle. It was the Hallmark story. He came over, him and his wife. He came over. He had his saw. He saw it off. the, made it right. He set up the tree. <laughs> oh,
1: like, you that's are the so hero. Sweet. Yeah. That was. is such... it is a great Hallmark movie. That yeah. could have been. That yeah. should be next year's featured movie. I'll have to write it. Because that's up. so... You have to. Oh, that sounds yeah. like such a nightmare. Um, I know. We had real trees when i was growing up but then we got cats and the cat knocked it over one year and i think that was kind of it for the real tree (laughs) my mom still gets real trees sometimes but she has three dogs and i just Mm. don't see how that works i i like a good fake tree because there's no pine needles to vacuum up after if i forget to you know i can't forget to water it doesn't need water um i love the smell of a real tree though Beautiful, yeah. But I can get some scented candles and do the same and thing in my apartment. Like yes. Yeah,
0: I. It, the only difference between my story and a uh, Hallmark movie is that it would be like a dashing young man. The Christmas <laughs> that would come save me, yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> the With Christmas tree and his axe, yeah. yes,
0: it would be great. It would be like Andrew Walker, and would be there to save the day. <laughs> in my story Love it. but uh but yeah and and the other advantage of having a fake tree is that you can have it up longer so you can exactly. start it you know right around thanksgiving and you can have your tree up for a couple of months and i i have a uh, what i call my memory tree and so mm-hmm. i have because i it's such a nice little uh souvenir to get at places a little ornament because it's not that mm-hmm. expensive, and it's not some tchotchke you're going to have hanging around the house. And just it's easy to travel plus. with. Easy to travel with. And so I have uh, a lot of different ornaments I've gotten different places. And like I even got one here at D23. I got a, a little Mickey ears D23. just kind of symbolized that trip. Mm-hmm. And then I have other ones that symbolize different parts of my life. Like I have uh, ornaments for my mission, ornaments for uh, BYU where I went to college. I have uh, just different, when I graduated from graduate school, I got an ornament for that. Stuff like that. And uh, it's just like a really fun little uh, thing to have. Uh, Give me in the holiday mm-hmm.
1: spirit. What's your Especially, favorite Christmas ornament that you
0: have? Favorite Christmas ornament that I have? Hmm, that's a tough question. That's a good question.
1: Um, it is. No one really thinks of it, but you know, know. it deep down.
0: <laughs> I really love one that I have uh, that I got in New York City uh, on a uh, a trip that I took out in um, 2006 uh, mm-hmm. for, during the during the Christmas season because uh, I have a lot of fond memories of going to New York City during the holidays, mm-hmm. particularly uh, in uh, in two thousand in the year 2000. I went with my Uh, my grandmother and then my cousin Lisa and uh, Lisa had had always had sort of chronic bad health but she'd been Mm -hmm. doing so well and we took this trip and we had a great time we went to the uh, the Christmas uh, Rockette Spectacular and -hmm. and to everybody's shock uh, Lisa actually passed away the next April and so that trip has always been really special to me and uh, just Christmas in New York has always been really special to me. So I have a, a beautiful Christmas in New York uh, uh, ornament that's hand painted, beautiful globe kind of ornament uh, with the skyline of New York and uh, Central Park and all of that. that. So I love that one. That one's
1: probably my favorite. That sounds like a very beautiful ornament. I do love New York and I love it even more at Christmas.
0: Mm-hmm yeah
1: it's just so magical
0: yeah and i i I just but i love it
1: all like i look at all of them and
0: i have different memories of different parts of my life and uh it's just it's just so fun and especially when i'm so busy now at christmas it's really nice to have that one thing that's kind of calming and reminding me about Mm -hmm. about about christmas and (laughs) because i I joke that they should make a uh Podcast. Uh, I mean, they should make a Christmas movie about a podcaster who's jaded covering (laughs) Hallmark
1: Christmas movies. It would be very bad. This little town on an assignment and she falls in love and finds the Christmas spirit again. Yes, that is the new Hallmark movie for millennials and for today's age. It's not the frazzled CEO, it's the frazzled podcaster. I love it. Yeah, I think it would be a big hit. I um, do too. That sounds yeah, interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, that you're just so much coverage of Christmas that you're done. Yeah. But uh, but what we like to do when we end our interviews is we have these kind of fun, silly questions. And I'm actually mm-hmm. going to give you, since you designed these Christmas designs, I'm going to give you a uh-huh. Christmas version of the, t- we call them the Teen Beat questions. And oh, boy. Pretty it's pretty fun. <laughs>
1: okay. The All first right.
0: question is... What is your favorite holiday drink?
1: Oh gosh. My favorite holiday drink is probably the adult version of eggnog. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a classic. My favorite Put a little spiced rum in it and you're feeling the holiday spirit. <laughs> there
0: you go. All it's right. A drink
1: to sip on a cold night. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat?
1: I'm a chocolate and peppermint girl. So Mm -hmm. I make these, they're basically like a double chocolate chunk cookie, but they also have peppermint sticks broken up into them because I am obsessed with candy canes and I'll buy like the box of 600 from Target and eat Mm -hmm. them all year round. So that's my favorite cookie to make that I made, but you can't go wrong with the classic sugar cookie. Mm-hmm. That you've made with your family and have fought over the icing and the decorations with, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that is peak Christmas for me is being at like the kitchen table with my mom, and we're both decorating a Christmas cookie and she's looking at me and she goes, "Yours is ugly," and I'm like, "Oh, yours looks like a cat batted <laughs> out. You know, we're fighting over it and you yes. know, living on each other, good natured. You know, I want the pink frosting, she's hoarding the pink frosting. Those are my favorite classic cookies. <laughs> A little catty cookie baking. Never hurt
0: anybody. It's, yeah. it's, it's, good, it's for the, good, good for fun. the family. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite Christmas song or carol?
1: I love Jingle Bell Rock. I know, as everyone does, all the words to it. Um, I think I've loved it. I'd love to hear more since Mean Girls because they have that mm-hmm. scene where they do the Jingle Bell rock dance and it is always a thing of mine. I'm like, one day I'm going to get to do that dance somewhere and it's, I know it. I'm ready for it.
0: Home Alone too. That's when he has the Michael Jordan yes. and all that. Yeah. That's a somewhere good one. And the little
1: mannequin in the corner dancing. Yes. Yes. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay. What is your favorite
0: holiday tradition to do every year?
1: Hmm. My favorite tradition, I don't live in New England anymore, but when I did every year, my family would go to the Shrine of La Salette in uh, Massachusetts, and it's this beautiful holy ground, and every year for the holidays, they deck it out in these beautiful lights, and it tells all different types of stories. They have prayer stairs that you can go on, and it's just such a great, family experience that really puts me in the Christmas mood. It's not Christmas until I've been to La Salette.
0: Oh, cool. I've never heard of that. That sounds great. Um, Okay. What's a memorable gift you've either given or received? Like, do you have a Red Ryder BB gun kind of
1: story? (laughs) I wish. (laughs) My mother would have never let my dad buy me a BB gun. (laughs) He probably would have if I asked for it, though. Um, I think... (sighs) It's the most memorable gift I've ever gotten. I've gotten a lot of gifts. I was a very spoiled little girl. <laughs> um, was there ever that one that you I wanted. just wanted so bad? And then... <sighs> yes. There was one Christmas that I got a singing aerial doll. <laughs> uh. It was almost life-sized. And when you pressed the little shell locket on her throat, she would do the song or the, Vocals that she does when Ursula's taking her voice, and it was obsession for me because I would just press <sighs> that little button all the time as kids do.
0: Yeah, girl after my own heart. That's great.
1: <laughs> okay, uh,
0: so uh, which would you pick, Scrooge or the Grinch?
1: The Grinch. Okay, I still love the Grinch. He's a classic, um, especially the Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh, you love that, He's that one. Just huh? funny yeah you like it i do i think it's just because i grew up with that one a little bit more okay i do love the classic dr seuss animated one but there's i love the level of comedy that jim carrey brought to it Mm-hmm.
0: the one last year was super lame i thought but...
1: i did not even see it, i refused. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i was like this is unnecessary we just needed to stop after the jim carrey one that was it we've done good we can leave now (laughs) um okay would you have clear lights or colored i'm a colored lights person against all of my family's wishes who hates them
0: (laughs) Uh, snowball fight or building a snowman
1: snowball fight i'm very competitive i have to win Even if I cheat a little bit. (laughs) Okay. Uh,
0: So do you think of yourself as a good gift wrapper or not?
1: I'm not a gift (laughs) wrapper at all. Um, My gift wrapping starts out well-intended because I just had to wrap something recently. And it started out with the greatest of intentions. You know, I cut it to size. I laid it on the floor. I had the tape nearby. And then somehow one corner was too short after doing the other corner and then it the cat attacked it and then it just looked like i threw it down the stairs and i use gift bags now i've i think i've learned my lesson a gift bag is just seamless and easy for me
0: yeah i i've been known to use many a gift bag uh i i'm a serviceable wrapper. i wouldn't say i'm great at it <laughs> when I can I, I can make it okay, but, but yeah, it's it's uh it's tricky. So all right, last mm-hmm. question. Uh what is your
1: ugliest ugly Christmas sweater? You mentioned you had one. Uh, so I have my ugly Christmas sweater t shirt. I guess now the new thing is they print this f- pattern onto a t shirt for you to mm-hmm. wear. I think the ugliest one that I have is a t shirt I bought at Hot Topic when deadpool was first coming out and it has little deadpool faces little chimichangas on it and little like explosives and it is ugly it's really ugly it's not as cute as like the home alone one it's like a bed shirt for me now i wear it to sleep because it's just i bought it thinking i was gonna wear it out in public and then i got a good look at it i was like Ooh, you're too ugly yeah. but it's very cozy so like win-win <laughs> well,
0: very good. So thanks so much for coming on the podcast. This was a lot of fun. And hope everybody at least goes and looks at the designs because I just love them. They're so cute. So I... We'll put a link to the store in the uh, description section. Definitely check it out. And like I said, you don't have to just get shirts. There's all different stuff that you can get. There's pins that are really, really cute. And uh, so take a look. Let me know what you think. And uh, I, I think it's just been really, I was shocked that you agreed to do it, to be honest. I was like, oh, she's too talented for for what we can do so I was thrilled
1: no I mean I came to you I really (laughs) wanted to try something new I was so used to whenever like my friends or my family asked me to do something they're like oh do a portrait 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 I was like I want to try something different Where's the exciting commissions? So like, this was so fun for me. I had the most fun doing this than anything else that I've done this year so far.
0: I'm So glad that makes me really happy. So definitely everybody, please check it out. You'll love it. And uh, if people want to follow you on social media, all that fun stuff, how can they do that?
1: So right now I'm on Instagram as Jessica Ashley artistry and that's ashley without the e in it because instagram doesn't want me to have my full name it was too long apparently (laughs) okay good and i'm on twitter as j miller artistry and that's about it for now i'm looking to branch out into more social media as i continue to work and grow okay great well i'll have that in the
0: uh, description section so people can follow you and you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, and YouTube. And make sure you're following the podcast, all of our social media. And uh, if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. If you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that. And please consider joining our patron group. We have so much fun. And you can get all kinds of good benefits, like I said, like a shirt or other item from... Uh, you can get one of these, these cool designs. So definitely consider becoming a patron and uh, thanks so much, Jessica. I really appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you again, hopefully soon. Bye. You're welcome. Thanks. (laughs) Bye.